It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Got our take cannons loaded and ready. Ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. Boys are back. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is reception. Reception. The show. Yo, it's cracking everybody. James Gill, Matt Harmon here with you. You're listening to Reception. Perception. Oh, uh, I just want to let the listeners know. Uh, voice quality probably not at an all-time high today. I'm running a little ragged here, playing a little hurt, but uh, but that's okay. We're gonna get through today's show. It's all good. Uh, and Matt, we got uh, we got a lot of news both uh, in reception in the world of reception perception and in the world of the NFL. But let's go ahead and uh, get the uh, listeners all caught up on on what's going on on the RP side. I was gonna say uh, voice quality. Maybe not so high, uh, but the website quality, yeah, boy, up the quality yeah, is boy. high uh, for the website. <laughs> um, I will say that uh, I have had very little to do with uh, the, the actual redesign <laughs> of the website, uh, so I was surprised, uh, pleasantly surprised, as anybody this morning uh, going to the website to look up uh, something of you know some reception perception chart to tweet it out when uh, you know somebody signed this morning or whatever, and I'm like, oh boy. The site, the site is ready. So we've been talking about it a little bit on the show, um, the site redesign and kind of the facelift we were going to give receptionperception.com. And, and man, James, I think you guys have, have put together something really killer. I, I think you and Zach and Todd and everybody that yeah. was working on this, it looks awesome, man. So um, I know that we took a lot of user feedback over the course of the last we few did. months about a navigation ton. and how easy it is to find things, which... Um, the reason I, I'm not so involved in this type of stuff is because, like, I know the website. I, I was around <laughs> when it got, you know, put together, so I know how yeah. to find things. But uh, just my first, my first impressions is definitely going to be a lot easier for all the other people to find things. On the <laughs> right. We wanted to definitely hyper focus in on the mobile side too. You know, we we saw that uh, the vast majority of our users. Uh, this is a surprise to me. Uh, actually, you know, engage with the website via mobile. Um, and it wasn't really designed, I, I think, for mobile at first, you know, much more of a desktop experience, uh, our, our reception perception version one, but now version 2.0, much more geared towards the mobile side. And I think, um, and again, we're hammering out some small details here and there, but anyways, uh, should be a lot easier to navigate, a lot easier to kind of scroll through uh, and find what you're going to find anyways. Okay. Neither here nor there. By the way, go check out the website, receptionperception.com. There you go. Yeah, baby. Go um, check it out and, 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 and subscribe. And I think one thing we're going to we're, fo- we're going to focus on two more, you know, we're going to talk about DJ more later in the show, but we have, yeah. uh, we're going to put some more free content up for people to sort of get a taste mm-hmm. uh, of reception perception right now, it's because DJ taste. Moore, he's, he's pretty buzzy. Wet the beak, as they say, wet the beak a little bit, uh, DJ Moore free profile on the website right now. And we're going to get to him. Uh, we're definitely going to talk Raiders today, but listen, man, it's Wednesday as we mar- uh, as we uh, sit here, Wednesday, March 15th, and, and the entire football world came to an absolute standstill because Aaron <laughs> Rodgers went on Pat McAfee and kind of laid out everything that's been going on with him. 
by the way, this is the power of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we are literally kicking off free agency today. I mean, I know that a lot of deals had been negotiated up until this point, right. but free agency officially began today. That's why we wanted to do the, the site redesign today, kind of launch it with free agency. But no one cared, Matt, about free agency at all. No, like literally no. The, the entire football community was on Twitter. And reacting to and hanging off of every little word that Aaron Rodgers said. That's the power of Aaron Rodgers, man. That's pretty cool. I think Pat McAfee had something like 500,000 concurrent viewers, you know, crazy, um, crazy on YouTube when, when Aaron Rodgers was on there. Uh, so shout out to Pat and, and the boys and, and Aaron Rodgers and AJ Hawk for putting, for putting that together. And, uh, crazy. pretty, it was, it was definitely, um, you know, I mean, it was to be expected. Everybody's been waiting for this Aaron Rodgers domino to fall. Um, and technically, James, as we're sitting here on Wednesday not done at 3 p.m. Pacific, it's actually not done yet. Um, yeah, not done yet. Rod- <laughs> and part of, I think, what Rodgers wanted to do was to go on to McAfee and really uh, settle the score. Like, he, he said, he's like, I'm not making any announcement or any decision today. Like, the decision has been made. I made the decision last Friday and made it clear that I was going to intend, I, I intend to play and I intend to play for the New York Jets, which to me means just like Trey Wingo tweeted, what was that Monday or, or, or whatever, basically what he said was like, the deal is done. Uh, like it is done. He is going and Rogers had made it clear since Friday. Like this was going to, this is what was going to happen. I think he, ex- he felt that after he went into the darkness, that, that <laughs> something had changed, something had changed on the Packers side when he came out and they were just clearly ready to move on and ready for him to make a decision. I think they probably in an ideal world probably wanted him to retire and it would just be an easy transition, but Rogers isn't ready to retire, I guess, which I mean, he sounds like he was probably ready to retire when he was going to go into the whole darkness thing. And then coming yeah. out of it, he's like, ah, I think he's got another chip on his shoulder and he's, he's, he's fueled by spite again. So he wants to go play for the Jets. And basically what we're waiting for right now is for the Jets and the Packers to agree to compensation. So Rodgers really today was all about, I'm letting you all know that despite like the media, the media thing about, oh, look, he's, you know, he's holding this up. He's holding these two teams hostage. He's saying, no, I'm not. I've made the decision. These people just need to figure out the trade. So that's really where we stand right now. It is going to happen. It just has not officially happened yet. Hey, everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. First of all, good for him, right? Because everyone's going online saying, oh, Rogers, drama queen. He's doing all these things. And he's, and he basically set the record straight. He's like, no, that's not, that is exactly not what is happening. Uh, and basically it's the two teams uh, that are trying to, I'm, I'm sure basically what it sounded like is I'd love to tell people that I'm going to the jets, but the deal's not done yet, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and for everyone saying I'm, I'm creating all this drama and, and doing all these things, not the case. Not the case. The yeah. two teams need to work out a trade. And as we said, it's not officially done even now. But I think at this point, uh, everyone was so tired of hearing of, of the Aaron Rodgers rumors that uh, that Aaron Rodgers got out in front of it and um, and tried to address it. Can I just say this, though? I, I, I set out a series of tweets here. 
this is a, it, this I think would be a great drinking drinking game. Aaron Rodgers or Game of Thrones, and you just read off some of the things that he says, right? I mean, if you just go in and just say, "When I came out of the darkness, something changed." I mean, is that Game of Thrones or is that Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. It sounds like Bane from, uh, you know, the the Dark Knight Returns or, or that, that, whatever. That's the only voice I got. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's a, I just mean, I mean, that sounds like a Bane quote. But no, it like I think, sure. uh, I, I think that I, that's a great point. And Rogers clearly is a he's got a bit of a flair for the dramatic. He's got a flair for the spite, which I mean, Game of Thrones is basically an entire yes. show about about 100%. spiteful folks trying to ice <laughs> each other out and climb on right. top of each other. And, and I know it's, ex- I know it's exhausting and I know it's tiring and uh, Rogers doesn't necessarily uh, I'm not sitting here saying like, you guys need to give Rogers the benefit of the doubt when it comes to creating drama or needless uh, media speculation. I'm just saying that that's clearly what what's holding this up is, is the jets and Packers yeah, actually agreeing to a trade. And it is, it is complicated, right? Because what do you, when there's it, what's always tough is when you're only one team. There's only one team in the mix for Aaron Rodgers, and it's the New York yep. Jets. And he's trying to get his buddies signed there, and we know the whole deal there. Um, that's part of it. You know, you, you go in there because Hackett's there, and he loves Hackett, and they have a great I guess. relationship and, <laughs> and all that stuff. Right. Um, but there's only one team. So what can the Packers realistically demand? What do the Jets realistically want to give up for a 39-year-old quarterback who – Again, I think was like ninety percent sure he was going to retire when he went yeah. into the darkness. H- how long are you getting Aaron Rodgers for? Um, is this just a one-year push? I don't know. It's it's a complicated deal, and I understand why that part of the process has been held up at this point. I'll say this: I I, I don't buy for one second that he was ninety percent committed to retiring before entering the darkness. I, I don't buy that for one second. I mean, why why are you even? It just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't line up. And and like, you know, I'm sure from a narrative standpoint, I'm sure it sounds great in his mind. Um, (laughs) It does sound way better, you know, Uh, like, oh, I'm coming back now because I'm, I'm John Wick and I've, you know, there's vengeance on my brain. And no, it doesn't, none of that makes any sense whatsoever. That being said, to your point though, I've seen this take online, which is very odd that the Packers have all the leverage because they can just continue to hold hold out and the Jets need to make something happen. And I'm like, guys, it's March. Right. Why why there's the Packers have no leverage. They're gonna hold on to him till what? August and then and then training camp starts. He shows up. You you really that's a good move for the Packers? No. Yeah. That's not a good that's a terrible move. Like they have to move him in that July time frame. Now the Jets could be getting impatient, but with the no trade clause and all those things. We already know, again, as you mentioned, there's only one team in play and that's the Jets. The Jets, in my opinion, should have no motivation whatsoever to cave into any demands the Packers have. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Both sides, I think, are incentivized to get this thing done to a point that we're not sitting there even I would say like, and by the way, like the Packers want a draft pick. They want to be able to make a pick at the draft. Like that's, I think probably the deadline. Like I think it's, it gets, hopefully, hopefully it gets done here in like hopefully. the next week or so. That would be great. <laughs> I would think, I think so. Yeah. I think I so, so too, because you don't want a situation again where 
you can't like you can't talk about the Jets can't talk about him until he's a you know he's officially a member of their team. That would seem silly to me. But yeah, big the biggest thing is here like they want to get a draft pick, they want to get that thing there, but it's just tough. Like I don't think they can and I don't think they are like asking for two first round picks or some albatross package or something like that. The Packers that is because they don't have that kind of leverage either. They want him gone at this point and everybody needs to move on. Yeah, I think that is some of the reports, though, that they're asking for a player and two first-round picks back. And that player, a lot of people are speculating, might be Eli Moore. Um, By the way, so I just kind of wanted to dig into this. It it sounds like it's very close. Oh, by the way, let me share one more quote that is very Game of Thrones-ish. And and again, I just think it would be a great drinking game. There is a sanctuary of solace around my house, giving (laughs) conversations their proper privacy. Like, <laughs> if that is not a quote from the Game of Thrones, I don't know what is. Like, that is, uh, come on now. Come on now. That, anyway, that, that's really that doesn't even sound like, by the way, that doesn't sound like Game of Thrones, the television show. That sounds like Game of Thrones, the book. Like, uh, that's how <laughs> that's how crazy that is. Um, he had another, Sanctuary like, solace. I love it. He had, like, another uh, absolutely, like, ridiculous line, too, about, um, you know, when, he, when they were saying about the whole uh, d- list of demands and all that stuff. Oh, right. right, um, right. And, and he had some sort of like, he, you know, the way he just, I can't remember it now and I can't find a tweet about it, but like some ridiculous line about how he's like, he doesn't have them in some chamber, you know, or whatever. Like, so yeah, <laughs> your drinking game is good, James. You got some legs with this. You need to find like a game maker who's, you can do like cards <clears throat> or whatever and you flip yep. them over. Uh, if you get it wrong, you drink. I mean, that you could have, you could have people getting a, uh, into a pretty tough situation there from a boozed up perspective with this game.